0: Hello, hello, lovers. My name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. I have had quite a week. I hope you have as well in a positive way. Oh, my goodness. Let me just show you a couple things. Perhaps you enjoy these earrings. Perhaps you enjoy this. A hickey. What? <laughs> a hickey from Kanicky. It's like a Hallmark card. That is. Totally sets me up for my first story. Hello and good day, good evening, good morning, whenever the hell you watch this shit. Oh, I got a little, I got like a boulder in my eye. Do you know when you feel like you have like a pebble in your eye? or like, I have like a, there's like a boulder in there. Who knew, who knew I could attract a boulder in the apartment? <laughs> Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. I said it before, I'll say it again. My name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. Your favorite Comedy, sexy, silly, stupid, sometimes serious, uh, podcast, live, fun stuff. How do you do? Would you like a little love in your life? Thanks for joining me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Listen, uh, a hick, as I said, a hickey from Kimiki is like a Hallmark card. I don't mean to be a show off, but <laughs> um, I am showing a hickey for those of you who are only audio today. Are tomorrow. I am showing a hickey. I'm also showing some very delightful UFO earrings, the UFO that we know to be real, that we know to be a real thing. Now, you know, we always knew. I mean, those of us here in the chat and, you know, my friends, my fans, my listeners, my family, uh, you all have always known that the aliens exist uh, with and around us. But being in New Mexico, forget it. It's like. It's the center of all the aliens. And I think, well, this is what people say. It's because there are so many nuclear, uh, you know, there's nukes buried around here. There's all kinds of scary war shit in this uh, state. So the aliens are like, hold up. Don't destroy our Earth. And they come in and there are all these uh, stories of uh, these unexplained activities of getting like planes getting stopped and not being able to turn on again uh them being like wanting to take some bombs out of the ground and all of a sudden they can't like use the technology that's there to get them out you know i'm paraphrasing but you know what i'm talking about homies are up here like nah fuckers no stop it stop it and they keep trying to help us and we're just like what fucking kill them just get your guns so we're really anyway hickey from kaniki let's stay on track let's stay on let's focus on our stories today well you know we have to talk about Mr. Cheeto getting raided which I'm so excited to talk about but uh Um, I wanted to start with if you get if you know, you know, and I see a lot of you are Gen Xers in the chat. So, uh, yeah, Hickey from Kanicki, It's like a Hallmark card from Greece. The movie Olivia Newton-John died this week, right? So Olivia Newton-John, we'd like to say, uh, I'm hopelessly devoted to you. And I'll tell you, I do have a couple of stories of the Olivia Newton-John's, uh, subject. Now, I never met the lady, but she seemed like a really nice, nice lady, an Aussie lady. I can't do an Australian accent for my life. Or New Zealand. Those are the two that really, yeah, they really get me. Anyway, she, if you don't know the movie Grease, please go and watch it. The original Grease, not Grease 2, which was a bullshit situation. Go and watch the original Grease, and you'll see at the end, Sandy, Olivia Newton-John's character, wants to get with... Danny, (laughs) Danny and Sandy, Danny Zuko, and she and he both, which is a fucked up message for kids, let me just tell you, because they both decide to change who they are in order to get the other person. Let's never change who we are in order to get somebody to love us. That's what was happening in this story. Listen, if you grew up, in, if you're a Gen Xer and you grew up with, like, movies like Grease or Revenge of the Nerds, they just, they made things like date rape or, uh, you know, not liking yourself really, like, normalized, you know, or, or like, getting with people that fuck with you and, and, you know, it was very normalized back then. So Danny wanted to change into, like, a jockey dude and, like, a, uh, you know, what my mom would call, oh, God, he got very straight jesse i preferred danny Zuko when he was a a a greaser and was very you know kind of dirty and you know a criminal that's more our style right honey thanks mom thanks for tuning in you know my mom always likes to chime in on these things but uh then sandy olivia newton john decided to become a, a like a greaser chick and her outfit was one of my favorite outfits that I wore as like, I think I was eight or nine years old when I wore this outfit. Spandex pants. Yes. Sp- spandex, shiny, like a, like a hooker would wear or maybe like a roller skating a disco roller skater in the eighties. Um, I wore spandex pants and a tube top and I went to fourth grade and uh, they kicked me out. And they said, no, you look like a goddamn hooker. And, and I was like, but Olivia Newton-John, you know. I was like, Danny, you better, you know, you better, uh, was it, you're the one that I want. You're the one I want now. spoop, boop, boop, baby and so she they tried to change themselves it doesn't work you can't change yourself for somebody else because you think they're gonna love you more she's gonna put on some spandex pants and smoke a cigarette and fucking he's gonna fall for her and and he's gonna put on the letterman sweater and she's gonna be like oh danny now i'm gonna they loved each other for who they were it didn't matter they were on the beach they were free they weren't putting on airs you know what i mean have you ever met anyone on the beach and you're free and you're not putting on I've n I have do not I don't, not since I'm a kid, really. I haven't been to the beach in so long. Oh, I can't wait to go to the beach. El Conyo Cono Island. Yes, I'm excited about going to Coney Island. However, I am gonna miss my Mm, uh, Hickey from Kanicki. And I'm gonna miss the art walk. I did go to the art walk this week. And rest in peace, Miss Olivia Newton John, and thank you for all of you you've done. And also, you know, uh Xanadu. That was a big one also when we were little. Xanadu <laughs> And it was filmed right near where I grew up in Hollywood by this place that's now very beautiful, the Pan Pacific Theater. Oh, it's very lovely. The Pan Pacific Park. Oh, it's, oh, it's lovely. People bring their kids there. You know, they have strollers and they bring their kids there. It's real safe and stuff. Uh, We used to go there to jump people into gangs and also (laughs) really bad smoke uh, PCP and do graffiti and stuff. So it was different in the... 80s yeah it was different but Xanadu took advantage of the location and they so if you see Xanadu these are the things that I um have lived in the Xanadu Hollywood which is very broken down and like how it is now kind of broke broken down broke broken down and then also if you watch Requiem for a Dream that's Coney Island that's the Coney Island that I remember and love so much and it's not it's not like that anymore it's very cleaned up since then, uh, the Coney Island of Requiem for a Dream. Uh, it was nightmarish. <laughs> I loved it. Ass to ass. Anyway, I am going to miss a lot of things. Thanks for asking. I am going to miss a lot of things here. Um, and I really want to uh, tell you guys about the other night where they had a farewell show for me on Sunday night at the Dry Heat Comedy Club, which is the only comedy club here in the city. And oh man, they just went above and beyond. You can't even believe because, you know, in comedy, you know, they say comedy is a lot like high school. And I went, I was in special ed in high school. But as I told my friend, I'm like, yeah, ninth grade, the whole thing, special ed. And she's like, I go, you know, before even high school, ninth grade. And she goes, Jessica, ninth grade is high school. And I said, Hey, it was special ed. Did you not hear me the first time? So, uh, being that I was a special ed student and maybe had some undiagnosed, as some of you, I know, I'm looking at my peers in the chat room here. Some of you were probably undiagnosed with your dyslexia or your ADHD or whatever the fuck have you. And I know I feel for you. I give you hugs, but uh, we were all thrown into the old uh, special ed class, you know, the little bus. I didn't take any buses. I walked most of the time or took city buses, which is really depressing because as I told you, I was kicked out of the fourth grade or fifth grade. And they told me, get out of here go home and i had to get back on the rtd in la the rough tough and dangerous as ice cube used to call it that's right i quote ice cube on here and i quote the buddha so just deal with it okay i have a certain style and my people you know me i know you i I adore you and I'm grateful for you. And I'm so grateful for this club to have put on this farewell show for me and packed out the room, half the room uh, in the audience, half of them were comics, half of them are, you know, what we call civilians, like mere mortals. And, man, it was just amazing. It was dynamic. And they and they fucking framed the the poster that was made for me for my headlining set. They, they made this poster for me, the artist. I, it just... I've never had such an outpouring of love because I went to special ed and then I only went to Los Angeles or and New York for comedy. And they say comedy is like high school. Los Angeles and New York were very much like a public high school, big, crowded, you know, frightening. And then I came to Albuquerque and it's my special ed. And I, I like to call everybody my little, my little friends, my little slow, my slow friends. (laughs) And I don't mean that because it's land of manana. And look, I get it how hard it is to get out of here. I see how all of you are having a hard time being stuck here and not getting out because, you know, those of us who visit are like, oh my God, land of enchantment. And then those of you who live here and have grown up here are like, oh damn fool, land of entrapment i get it now i get it the entrapment thing i fucking get it man but i am gonna miss art walk i went to art walk on friday i saw i saw all my pals um i'm trying to remember everybody that i saw i saw of course the babes from babel studio if you're not following them i don't know what you're doing i saw a gary shaw photo if you're not following him what do you what the hell is happening um i saw um i saw Look at I'm already getting my New York in. How do you do? How do you know? What do you say? What do you do? What do you mean? Um, I saw its bare face. Tremendous. And yes, if you're distracted by the things behind me, perhaps you're looking behind me and you're saying to yourself, Jessica, why that looks like perhaps a dream board or a vision board or a magical thing that people don't usually show you know sometimes we're embarrassed that we make you know uh dreams to the universe i'm not i'm not embarrassed look at some vision right here strength and power and uh you got to put it out to the universe biash yeah it was lion's portal yesterday lion's gate portal yesterday 8 8 and you know if you flip an 8 on its side infinity It's just a thing. It's a fact. It's just a fact. Listen, it's science, fuckers. I'm not even trying to be woo about it. This is like proven science shit. Okay. Get back to Art Walk in a second. Speaking of art, stand by. Look at this shirt. Muck Rock. Do you know her? She is one of my favorite graffiti artists uh, out of Venice, California, but she tours the fucking world and she is tremendous. Okay. So follow her as well. Most of my, okay, Um, art walk, when people ask me, when people here ask me what New York is like, I tell them it's like art walk every day. You know, there's people with all their art outside selling it. There's people playing music, people skateboarding, graffiti going on. It is a party. It's a street party. It's a street, it's street fair. It's a street, it's a great time. I can't wait to go back. But I'm here now. Do you, do you practice with me? can you can you feel your feet right now with me because whoa, it is so hard to not what my friends uh, in the in the spiritual business would call future trip. Oh shit. Yeah. and also, here I am going through all my shit like you know, all our stuff, George Carlin. Uh, you know it's my stuff, it's your shit, right? I'm going through all of it and I'm seeing what the hell do I want to keep? What do you keep? How sentimental do you get? Like I got sentimental this year, this time, this month, this week. I think really for like the first time. I know that sounds really sad. I'm an older lady, Who's got, I have first time sentimental? I think, yeah. I think I got sad about stuff for like the first time, because that takes vulnerability when you go, oh man, I'm going to miss this or them or, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, I'm now I'm saying I'm going to miss someone, that's like... Oh, I mean, if you're just, if you're raised, like, especially if you're in our, our age bracket of Gen X or a millennial, older millennial, and you're raised alone, you're not ra- raised, I use that word loosely, and you're left alone a lot, and you're uh, isolated as a kid, and then this last few years, we've all been isolated again, and all those things come back up, and you're like, huh, the fuck do I do, you know, so just be kind to yourself, just be patient, kind. I know I'm off on all kinds of tangents, but hopefully the self-care tangent is the one that's like the the glue throughout. That's what we ho- that's what we hope, right? So I speak of art walk because it makes me so happy and I speak of New York because it also makes me happy, but I'm here, I'm feeling my feet. Oh my god, it's so hard. It's literally a week from tonight uh, today, a week from today. So how would you feel? Like I'm, I'm sleeping and I'm eating, you know, but I have to fucking sit. I have to like sit and turn on Hertz frequency. Do you know the Hertz frequency? I have to turn that on sometimes because my mind is going so cuckoo lao and I'm like, good Lord. And I'm going into the future or I'm thinking about what I should have done. Yeah said turn on the hertz I don't know what it is it's just called hertz frequency and I go look let me tune this on you know how I got turned on to it from the pirate when we were tripping on mushrooms that trip that we took where on accident he lit my apartment on fire you remember that one remember that story anyway yeah that's uh, a <laughs> uh, so, yeah that's yeah but anyway, the Hertz frequency was good. The fire was bad. But the Hertz frequency, when it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And then I, people say to me, oh, Jess, when the house, when the apartment caught on fire, were you like looking at it and all tripping and like, ooh, look at that? And I was like, hell no. I was like, put that fucking thing out. What the fuck are you doing? I told you no candles. You know, I got, I'm very, I'm still very, uh, I've been on my own since I'm 15. So I have a lot of like, you know, <laughs> responsibility in my brain. Like I have to, I have to get my deposit back on this place, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, speaking of getting your stuff, you know, wrecked by other people. Oh my goodness. How about old orangey got, uh, busted finally. I really hope I am like, so, and this is going to sound sickening and I, and look, you tuned in to me. Thank you. But this is going to sound sick. I hope that they find in Trump's whatever, secret, safe files, whatever the fuck, that they find really, really bad shit, like child shit. You know, like like his daughter. Like, you know I always was like, I'd fuck her. Like, yikes! You know how he always, uh, he'd always say shit about his daughter and like, they would like, and she's like, ooh, my daddy. Like, it was creep a rama all the time, creep with those Trumpier Trumpers. And so i feel like his his demise i mean you know besides the tax they'll let him go on all kinds of other bullshit but i think his demise hopefully will be that there's some you know stuff of his daughter and i know that sounds horrible look i'm a survivor should i preface it with that that i'm a survivor of you know sex fuck i've been trafficked i've been molested all the things like I only joke about it because I find it to be like oh my god it's so intense am I joking about it not really I'm just hoping that they find some pictures of his daughter that will take him down I just feel like it would be like oh and it would also be I don't know why I feel like that's like something that would uh help the women who have had either fathers or uncles or men in their, you know, do this to, or boys, boys or girls that have had this happen to them that have been, um, abused for some reason, him getting taken down for having that kind of shit. Oh, I just feel like it would make all of us be like, yeah, I don't know. Um, boy, I'd cheer a lot more if he got locked up, then R. Kelly, like I know I keep talking about R. Kelly and it's not like he didn't do shit. Of course he did. And he shouldn't have. But guess what? He's the only one in all these instances that the, the, the women who went to or girls who went to his place knew who he was all these other girls got like tricked and drugged and, you know, bribed and locked into place, locked up. And I mean, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not making a case for R. Kelly. Don't you see he's gotten the most time? I mean, I know you could also argue that he's a black guy in America and that's always bad for unfortunately still, you know, that's why I feel like we have to really get, um, women, uh, we must speak up about our sex and our, and our uh, bodies because we, there's some sort of shame, you know, that's out there that I always talk about and it's still out there. And I feel like even as fluid as everyone is or whatever, and I talk about this all the time, I know, but we, for some reason, we have an easier time talking about like, gender roles which i think is also a a hard and and very deep talk uh but we have an easier time talking about that or at least discussing it in uh, you know some realm than we do sex and i and they go hand in hand ah let me tell you something after getting laid last night like he's such a darling face let me let me just say the boy who I the the gentleman the young gentleman who I have gotten to spend some time with over the past year that I've you know uh, been here the gentleman who has softly and delightfully caressed my poussois, my pussy my I love my pussy it's look I'm growing up I'm getting to be a lady a lady lady and it's still so wet I'm this is a public service announcement this is not a, a this is not a, a penthouse forum no it is not this is a And that's what's fucked up about this place. We can't show a titty or else the rape is there, happening. Uh, Whereas in other countries, the titty's all out all day. Like, oh, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? So all right i know this all is to go back to the fact that i just want to be here for my uh my younger girls and tell them like it just it just keeps getting better i think that men when they're with women for a long time or when women are with men for a long time they just don't like like for some reason with those older people they're they're so still so scared to talk about anything that they can't ask for what they need they can't tell like i said after sucking a very long time on the cock last night and wonderfully i want to i'm very happy to do such a thing but after having sucked it for quite some time i was ready for him to then go and lick on my pussy and so i was like okay uh it, and I said something fun. I wanted to remember it for you guys. I didn't have time to write it down, but I wanted to remember it for you all because I wanted to tell you, like, I just kind of said it in a fun and friendly way. Like, oh, I said, uh, hey, there's no one-way streets around here, baby. And he goes, oh, yeah. And he like went down. I mean, it's just a, it can be an easier, lighter, lighter uh, more fun experience than I think that we think because people are making it like all, uh, you know, and uh, who's making it uh, just in everyday life, people just being like, oh, they don't say certain words or huh. you know, I listen to a, a podcast. Listen, I ta- I listen to NPR, you guys, you guys, I listen to NPR and I listen to, uh, you know, Megan Thee Stallion. So uh, it's a very good balance. So on this NPR show it was about sex ed and it was about uh, a person a non-binary person <clears throat> excuse me who wrote a book for four kids not for the parents not for from the doctor's point of view like for the, they interviewed all these young people about the stuff and guess what they don't want to hear about fucking they want to hear about like mentally like what the fuck how do i not be so awkward around each other and that's what's going on more and more awkwardness social awkwardness why because there's more and more distance between us because we refuse to talk about anything we're not talking okay i'm talking and i'm not even looking at my notes i know look at the notes Jess. look at the notes Jess. oh i talked about that okay oh um listen I also wanted to say a rest in peace to uh, Lamont Dozier. Is that how you say his name or Dozier? Uh, He was a Motown songwriter and he wrote like almost all the songs that you could possibly ever fucking think about. Like I was listening to tribute stuff, uh, you know, radio stations were putting tributes on to him today. Oh, my God. Ain't no mountain high, no ho-ho. Ain't no valley low that. Stop in the name. I wanted to do a little medley for you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. it's hard to even, it would take me half an hour to go through his whole songbook. Like, unbelievable. And songs that you kind of thought, like, I was like, oh, I thought Marvin Gaye wrote that. You know what I mean? Really, <clears throat> really, really good. Uh, so, Lamont Dozier, rest in peace as well. Uh, okay. If I can just say that uh, I had a friend who passed away last year um, at this time uh, around right around the next uh, couple of weeks. And she was uh, someone I knew from junior high, someone I knew I considered one of my very closest friends. And then we, cr- we reconnected, uh, again, a couple few years ago before the pandemic actually. And, um, uh, she, uh, she listened to the show. She watched the show and she was one of the people who would write to me a lot about the show and about how, uh, brave, uh, I was. And, um, I'm telling you this because I want to just like give her, her flowers if I haven't before. And because I feel like I'm getting so much love and respect from all these people, these folks that I've only known for, for a year and they all, uh, you know, as I say to my friend without me blowing them or giving them money, they've all actually really liked me, which is really great uh, validation to know that you could just be yourself, um, be yourself, be yourself. Uh, if, and, and people will love you. Um, and I think I, I think of my friend Tibby because, uh, and and a lot of my friends, my friend Carl and Fu and um a bunch of my friends who didn't make it, uh that they maybe didn't feel like they didn't believe people when they told them how great they were, how much they loved them, they didn't uh hear it or or maybe believe it. And I uh I know that's the the only difference between us is that I'm somehow I'm still here. And uh, I think it's just because I'm practicing believing the good. Anyway, <laughs> how about that raid, huh? Um, I just want to thank you guys again for being here for me and with me and. Guess what? There is a bonus episode that's going to happen later in a second and not in a second, but in about 20 minutes or so. I think uh, about one o'clock mountain time, which is noon in the Pacific and two o'clock in the or excuse me, uh, three, three o'clock in the east. Um, Listen. Next week is my last week from this apartment and I hope that you can join me and I uh, I hope that you enjoyed the rant that I had uh, a bit on, but I, I uh, and I hope that we all can just take the good stuff and, and you know what I tell people, hey, if I have to, if, if I If you, (laughs) if I have to believe you, you have to believe me. Do you know what I mean? If I have to believe you, you have to believe me. There's no one-sided shit, you know? If we're friends, we love each other, and you tell me something that's really kind, I have to believe it. So if I say it to you, you, something kind, you have to believe it as well, okay? So I guess that's the... That's that's it. I feel like I've been real ranty and like, oh, I have to make a point about self-care. But why am I making fun? Self-care is important. (laughs) Or as they would say in Albuquerque, it's important. Um, I love you guys so much for being here with me. I appreciate you so much. Please um, be kind to yourselves and be kind to each other. And join me at In just a few more minutes at 1 p.m. Mountain, uh, noon Pacific, and 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock. It is 2 o'clock in the East, I think. 3 o'clock in the East. Um, I'm going to have Mo Alexander, and it's going to be a comedy. It's not going to be all, you know, ranty and me yelling about taking care of yourself and believing people when they're nice to you. Um, It's going to be Mo Alexander. Mo Alexander, he has been on Comedy Central. He's been... Uh, you've seen him all over the place and you may have seen him once if you watched my other show, What's Good with Jess Wood, that I was doing throughout the pandemic. Anyway, he and I are going to chat for a little bit, uh, on a live here. So if you're just listening to audio, I'm sorry, I will not have that on, uh, the anchor stuff, but I, uh, please encourage you to come to Get Wood on Instagram and watch it when it's in its, uh, little video form. Okay. I love you guys so much. I did get like emotional. I don't know. You know what? I didn't even get emotional when I was up on stage the other night when they gave me all the goddamn gifts, when they gave me the money, when they gave me the poster, when they told me they love me, when the people told me they g- I gave them confidence. Like I didn't even cry back then. And, and today, today I figure I'm going to take a moment. All right. You know what? Let's not beat ourselves up. Let's be kind to ourselves. I just said to be kind to ourselves. And then you watched me beat myself up. See how human we are? See how human everyone is. We're all fucking human. It's just practice. Be nice to yourself. And then, you know, we could be nice to each other. So anyway, hell yeah, CC. I love you. All right, I love y'all. I will, uh, I'll see you in a little bit. Come back and watch uh, Mo Alexander will be with me in about 30 minutes. Okur, okur. Oh, don't do that. I think she copyrighted that. Oh, fuck a duck. As my mom would say. Oh, God, fuck a duck. Hey, Miss B. Be good, boo. I love you. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Hugs, hugs, hugs. You're the best. Stop it right now. I love you. All right, you guys. I appreciate you so much. Uh, You know, take it easy. That's all. I I, I feel preachy this weeky. But I love you so much. And I'll talk to you. I'll see you in half an hour or next week or both. Oh my goodness, this is exciting. All right, hopefully I'll see you in a bit with Mo. Okay, bye, love you, bye. Ah! It's happening. Okay, oh my goodness.